Well, hey everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our stream for Sunday, December the 27th, 2022, days after Christmas. I hope yours has been a good one, uh, albeit in this strange year of 2020. Uh, and welcome this morning. And um, just want to make a few announcements before uh, we get into today's uh, worship and today's message. You're going to have a couple of guests today, and I'm going to put them up on the screen for you here. Uh, the worship is going to be done by E.J. Toop, and he is a Mission Canada urban street worker in Toronto. Uh, I am part of um, a Facebook group of uh, some 700 pastors across Canada in our fellowship, the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada, and we often share each other's uh, work and resources and all of that. And so he has uh, offered to uh, share some some worship that he has done. Um, getting to know this this man and uh, really like his heart and his passion uh, for lost and for hurting people. He's very active, has been so for more than 10 years uh, in the city of Toronto. Okay, so we're going to be hearing from him in just a couple of minutes, just right out of his home. And uh, also our missionaries, uh, Don and Marie-José Mann. Don is going to be sharing a little word today uh, from his home as well, which I think you're going to be challenged by. So remember to pray for him and for Marie-José as they get ready. Uh, and they're doing all of their leadership content now and preparing the content that they're going to teach around the world. Leadership, such a valuable trait needed today. Uh, also pray for our missionaries, Louise and um, Michel Charbonneau in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. And I uh, wanted to uh, tell you to share this broadcast. And if you are a first-time watcher, first-time guest, please text the key phrase, reach the one to 514-900-0130. I'm going to send you something in your email that you'll enjoy. And you can uh, contact us through the address that's on your screen. Visit our website at citypointchurch.ca for updates, videos, and all of those things. And remember, if you just like to listen, you can listen to us and subscribe to our feeds on Podbean and Apple Podcasts under City Point Church Quebec. And thank you for your generosity in giving as well. These are the last few days that you can give and receive your charitable income tax receipt, which we'll send out in the first quarter of the year 2021. Just go to citypointchurch.ca slash give, and you can give via PayPal or e-transfer. And uh, some of you, you even use check and cash, and that's fine. You can, um, you can mail it to us. Uh, so you will get credit right up till midnight or 11.59 in the year 2020. So thank you for your generosity and your faithfulness today. We will get there. There we go. All right. So uh, you're really going to enjoy uh, this week and next week as well. Next week, we're going to be, be having guest worship from Church on the Queensway in Toronto. They are our major supporting church and so grateful for uh, the relationship, the partnership we have with them. They'll be doing the worship next week. And we're going to hear from Ron Rust at Trinity Pentecostal Church. So these two gentlemen who are preaching this week and next week, I've worked with them uh, for many years. And uh, you're going to enjoy their heart and their ministry. So I'm going to pray and then turn it over to uh, EJ, who's going to lead us in a couple of songs that I think you'll really really enjoy. Father, I thank you for the opportunity that we have 
to be together, albeit online, O God, albeit looking at screens and cameras. Lord, we praise you and we thank you because you are so good to us, God. And uh, we we have this chance to worship you and to praise you today. So I pray in the name of Jesus that you would eliminate distractions from people's hearts, from people's minds. Lord, uh, what a crazy Christmas it's been. What a crazy year it's been as we reflect. But we pray, Lord, you would help us to focus and to grab something from your heart today. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
Good morning, City Point Church. It's such a privilege to be with you this morning, and I trust that you had a safe and meaningful Christmas. I know we as a family, everything was done virtually. We opened gifts online. We ate online. It was unique, but it was so very special. And I pray that whatever your circumstance was, it was the same for you. Uh, on this last Sunday of 2020, a year that none of us will ever forget. I want to ask you this question. What does your life say about your faith? What does your life say about your faith? 
A friend of mine sent me an email and uh, it talked about uh, Charlie Chaplin, the Eng English comic who made his fame during the era of silent film. And at the age of 88, he, he left four statements about his life. They read like this. Nothing is forever in this world, not even our problems. I love walking in the rain because no one can see my tears. The most lost day in life is the day we don't laugh. And then he said, here are the six best doctors in the world. The sun, rest, exercise, diet, self-respect, and friends. He said a few other things that are noteworthy. If you see the moon, you will see the beauty of God. If you see the sun, you will see the power of God. If you see a mirror, you will see God's best creation. So believe it. He said, we are all tourists. God is our travel agent who has already identified our routes, bookings, and destinations. Trust him and enjoy life. And then he said, life is just a journey. Therefore, live today. Tomorrow may not be. I thought those statements were so helpful as we are in this pandemic that we can't seem to get out of. But ultimately, Charlie Chaplin said some great things, but I always like to turn to God's Word and see what God's Word says to us. So I, I want to take you to Romans chapter 5. And Paul makes four statements. And I, I tend to trust his statements as much as I would Charlie Chaplin's. Listen to the first five verses of Romans chapter 5. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also rejoice in our sufferings, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, Character, hope. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom He has given us. Four incredible statements that God gives to us through Paul. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. We also rejoice or glory in our sufferings. We know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, and character hope. For just a few minutes, let me take a few words from these four statements that I believe are significant for us on this last Sunday of 2020 as we move into a whole new year. First word is peace. Verse 1, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. I'd suggest to you that peace is a gift. Peace is a state of mind. Isaiah 26, verse 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose mind is steadfast because they trust in you. 
You see, our role is to fix our minds and fix our thoughts on Christ, the, the source of peace. When you are down or filled with anxiety, do not fix your mind on your problems. Fix your mind on Jesus, the source of peace. Listen to Philippians chapter 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I was recently on a prayer call with two of my friends that I've been praying with for years. And one of my friends shared a very tragic story that one of his siblings is going through. And as he was sharing the story, it reminded me a little bit of my own life. And especially in the last 40 years, I, I, I was reminded of the day I got the news that uh, my parents had been tragically killed in a car accident. I was only 20 years of age. I, I remember when Rijose and I were living in Zambia and uh, one of the Canadians who had moved to Zambia and was working in the Bible college that we were at he offered to do some construction for me, and while he was cutting a piece of steel, the, the grinder blade exploded and pierced his heart, and he died within moments, leaving behind his wife and three beautiful children. I, I, I think of my journey in the last year and a half, a journey of cancer, and God's been honoring the prayers of God's people, and I'm so grateful. I, I don't share these moments in my life for you to have pity on me, I share it with you that through it all, I have experienced the peace of God. Through it all, my wife and I have experienced together the peace that comes from God that passes all human understanding. So don't have pity on me, but I, I pray you can learn from me that God's peace is real no matter what you're going through. There's, a, there's another word I want to pull out, the word hope. Verse 2 says, we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Listen to verse 5. And hope does not disappoint us because God has poured out His love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom He has given. Listen to Isaiah 40 verse 31. Those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And as I pondered that verse, I, I, I thought of the stages of life. To me, it speaks of the stages of life. We've, we've all been there, or some of you are in the early stages of life. I, I think of the youth stage of life. When you're a when you're a youth, you, you soar with wings like an eagle. You just fly. And then middle age hits, and it's harder to fly, so you tend to, to run, but you, you do not grow weary as you run. And, and, and uh, my wife and I have what we call a rock. We run and walk. We've done it for years. And uh, I, I guess I'm at that middle age stage because now the running, sometimes the bones feel it a little bit and it gets a little bit more difficult. And there's going to come a point that I'll move from middle age. Well, I guess I'm kind of moving toward old age and you can no longer run. So you walk, but you do not faint. And no matter your stage of life, 
Your strength will be renewed when your hope is in the Lord. There's another word, the word glory. I looked up the definition of glory and I love every word. Listen to every word of this definition. Glory means very great praise, honor or distinction, something that is a source of honor, fame or admiration. Adoring praise or worshipful thanksgiving, resplendent beauty or magnificence, a state of absolute happiness, gratification, contentment. So when we look at Romans 5, and if you add glory to God, this is what you get. God is distinct and deserves great and adoring praise, honor, and admiration. God is to be worshipped with thanksgiving. God's resplendent beauty and magnificence opens the door for us to experience absolute happiness, gratification, and contentment. Now, add glory to suffering, and this is what you get. I would suggest to you that suffering is a great distinction. We should actually consider it an honor to suffer along with Christ. Handling suffering with a positive attitude is a source of encouragement to others and admiration from others. Suffering is an opportunity for worshipful thanksgiving. When we learn to worship with thanksgiving, suffering can lead to a state of absolute happiness, gratification, and contentment. That's why verse 3 of Romans 5 says, we also rejoice or glory in our sufferings. Now listen, for the best of people, for the most godly of people, this is not an easy statement. How can we give joy to God, and how can we rejoice in the midst of suffering? How can one be an absolute, in an absolute state of happiness and gratification and contentment while you are suffering? I find it interesting during this Christmas period, my devotional life was taking me in the Gospel of Matthew, but not the beginning of the Gospel. I was reading every day and by the time the Christmas period came I was actually reading about Jesus death and resurrection from the dead I I wasn't reading about the birth of Jesus Christ but as I was reading about his sufferings it moved me to stop and think about Jesus it it moved me to to think of what he did for all of us for the whole world. Jesus was born into this world to ultimately suffer and die for the sins of the world. His birth led to his death. His birth, death, and resurrection from the dead not only can rescue us from our sin, but it can also give us the ability to rejoice in the midst of suffering. That's why verse 3 and 4 says, We know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance character, 
and character, hope. Let me pull out another word, that word perseverance. Now, there's a new term today called pivot. And I have to be honest with you, I've heard the term so many times, I'm kind of getting sick of it already. It's, it's one of those buzzwords today. But if you like that word pivot, I would suggest to you that perseverance is the pivot point in your life. It is the turning point. It is the place of decision. It's interesting, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5 to 9, gives us another list. It says, make every effort to add to your faith, goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, love. And then in verse 8 of 2 Peter 1, it says, for if you possess these qualities, in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to verse 9, though, because it describes to us if we decrease in these virtues, it will lead to nearsightedness, blindness, and forgetfulness, which leads to ineffectiveness. It's not by accident that the word perseverance is found in both Romans 5 and 2 Peter 1. Perseverance determines whether you will keep going or turn back. I had a, was on a phone call with a friend uh, this week, and uh, she reminded me, Pastor, years ago, you, you said that your attitude determines your altitude. And I had to tell her those weren't my words. They were the words of John Maxwell. But they're profound words. Your attitude determines your altitude. Your attitude will help you to persevere and get through every situation, or it will do the very opposite. But perseverance leads to one other word, and it's the word character. Perseverance produces character. It has been said that character is the impression your life leaves on others. Let me repeat that. Character is the impression your life leaves on others. And so it leads back to the question that I asked at the beginning of our time together. And I'm coming to a close in just a moment, so would you take time to ponder this question with me one more time? What does your life say about your faith? What does your life say about your faith? When people observe your life during this pandemic, do they sense despair? Do they feel fear? Do they see anxiety? Or, do they sense peace, feel hope, and see the glory of God reflected in your life? So on this last Sunday of 2020, I ask you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, what does your life say about your faith? And it is my prayer that all of us will take those words peace, hope, perseverance, character. And even though we may suffer, may we never lose hope. May we never lose our peace. May we 
persevere. May we stay with it. May we make a decision that no matter what we go through, Jesus will be our hope. Jesus will be our peace. And our lives, we determine that they will reflect the glory of God so that people will see the character of Jesus Christ in us. And if this time of the year, you do not know Jesus as your personal Savior, I remind you that he was born so that he could die for the sins of the world, including yours and mine. And I invite you to let Jesus come into your life, forgive you of your sins, and let him be Lord of your life and become your friend. And I also say to all of us, let us continue to persevere. Let's not give up. Let's keep pressing on. Let's keep holding on. And let's believe God that 2021 will be a year that people will see the glory of God reflected in us. I'd love to pray with you today. And so, Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for these statements that mean so much to us. We thank you, O oh God, that we do have peace and hope because, Jesus, you suffered so that not only our sins could be forgiven, but that we could persevere no matter the circumstance. I pray for those today who are, who are saying, I, I need Jesus in my life. I, I need that hope. And for those who are thinking that, I, I invite you to just silently where you are, pray this simple prayer with me. Just repeat it after me. If you're all alone, why don't you repeat it out loud? If you're with a group of people or your family and you feel awkward in doing so, why don't you just pray this silently as I pray it for you? So dear Jesus, today, on this last Sunday of 2020, I bring my life to you. I surrender my life to you. I ask for forgiveness of sin. You died that I might have life. And you also rose from the dead that gives me life. So today, Jesus, I confess my sin. Come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. I give you my life today. In Jesus' name, amen.